What is good, everybody? It's your boy Sherm back here once again with another episode from What's the Word Entertainment. Obed is out this week, so I've got a couple guests with me here. Of course, we got some guests, returning guests, while me and Chris hailing out from Philly. Good to see you again, sir. It's been a while. Glad to have you back. And got my got my boy new live driving in, out in New York. <laughs> good to see you. You know well. how it is. Please be careful. Um, we'll say we don't don't normally condone uh, using the phone and driving, but. We'll go all out for this time. <laughs> hands free, hands free, brother. <laughs> all day. <laughs> We're good to go. All right, glad to glad to have you guys here. Appreciate you guys joining Sorry. me once again. Um, so let's guys, let's just get right into it. So this week's episode of What's the Word Entertainment, we're going to start off with a lighter note, with other than sports. We're going to start off, excuse me, start off with some uh, some some news from some t- from the TV land. Um, dude, biggest thing in TV right now, I have to say, is Game of Thrones. Chris, I know you're a big Game of Thrones guy. I'm a Game of Thrones person. Anu, you don't you don't follow Game of Thrones. You don't watch Game of Thrones, do you, Anu? No, I no. don't actually. All right. Well, I mean, well, I know you mean his last show on What's the Word. Yeah, you're kicked off, Anu. <laughs> but no, no, no. But I will. I, I do got a side comment, but I'll let you guys get into talking about the show, though. Go ahead. But yeah, I mean, dude, I'm looking for this week, this coming Sunday, it will be the series finale, last ever episode of Game of Thrones after eight seasons. I'm a, I will say, Chris, I'm a little disappointed that it's only six episodes. It really, it took them two years to film six episodes. Come on, because it was you know the two year gap between season seven and season. Like, really, come on, dude. So only six episodes, and I feel like they've rushed it. I don't know how you feel about it. I mean, you know, you know, honestly, it was a lot of scheduling conflicts that happened. Plus, uh, where they film, you know, in the time of year, there's only certain months they can do with the weather and seasons and things of that nature. So a little things out of their control. But I do agree that absolutely it has been a bit rushed um, and a little anticlimactic overall. Yeah, I mean, I, it felt like it could have been more. I mean, I feel like they could have had at least maybe 10 episodes, you know, uh, just to stretch it out a little bit instead of rushing some of the storylines. Mm-hmm. But um, nevertheless, I mean, obviously – other than episode three, which which probably was probably one of the best episodes of all time this season, you know, and this this entire show, it's been kind of slow. We're kind of trying to build up and things. It's kind of, I don't know, man. And you know, last episode was kind of crazy. Episode five was a little nuts. Uh, we, and we won't go into too much detail in case any of our viewers haven't seen it yet. But um, I feel like, like I said, other than episode three, I mean, it's kind of even. Even I saw I saw some clips the other day of some of the actors being in- interviewed by the media like oh how do you feel about season eight ending and everyone's just like uh, you know like you said kind of anticlimactic a little bit um anu you had a, a comment to make you said yeah like i said i don't watch the show but i have to be watching you know what we're eventually going to be talking about basketball a little later, later in the segment uh happen to be watching rockets versus um uh, warriors i'm oh, sorry warriors versus rockets in game six in, in houston and amelia clark uh, you know the mother of all dragons. Oh, she was uh, yeah. had a, um uh, she was on a, the uh, the uh, <laughs> court side. Yeah, was on court yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. And she, the mascot yeah. right before the game started, he happened to see her out of surprise, and then he, next thing you know, he starts bowing down to her, and yeah. you know she got real. She got she got she was blushing like crazy, and it was a crazy <laughs> scene. Like she had the biggest smile on her face. It was amazing. Yeah, I I, I know I know what you're talking about. Well, let me ask you this. Well, I guess this question is for you, Chris. Do you think Game of Thrones is one of the greatest shows of all time? Or if not, what do you think it ranks? It is It is in the top three greatest shows of all time. Uh, absolutely. It's phenomenal. And I'm a TV movie buff. Um, but, yeah, I'd say top three. Obviously, you're going to have, in my opinion, you're going to have The Sopranos. Always going to be there. Absolutely. 100% um, agree. And then, you know, and, and for me, a uh, personal thing, Entourage, I think was one of the greatest shows ever made. And then, and then Game of Thrones. And you know what they all have in common? 
all HBO shows. Just saying. Very, very true. Very true. Good point, well, I, yeah. Well, okay. So let me ask you this: Is what's your favorite show of all time? I don't know if this is your favorite show or something. Is your favorite show of all time, Chris? Um, Entourage. Entourage. Okay. A new. What about you? Favorite TV show of all time? I don't really watch shows like new school wise, like but old school. You know, you got Fresh Prince, you got Family Matters. But new school, if any of the shows that I do watch is, is like um, Chicago PD, and that's not something majority of people probably would even probably be able to relate to, like Criminal Minds and Law and Order, things like that. Yeah, yo, crim- and- don't sleep on Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds is tough. I, I, get, I, I mess with Criminal Minds, definitely. To me, more I, yeah, yeah, I mean, to me, for me, all time is Fresh Prince. Up there for me, Sopranos as well, as Chris mentioned. Entourage is there, you know, Family Guy, of course. Um, but yeah, Criminal Minds, I'll do that, you know, Saturday Bingeathon they got on uh, that. I forgot what channel it is, but yeah, they'll just show Criminal Minds all day. Yeah, if I'm home on a Saturday, I'm, I'm watching Criminal Minds. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, let's move right, let's move along right into getting into some sports action. Want to talk about basketball, of course. The uh, lottery was the other night, and the New Orleans Pelicans won the right to have the top pick what? in this year's draft. Only a, they only had a six percent chance to win. Um, they got the top one. Memphis got number two, and the Knicks got number three. First of all, let's just talk about New York. I want to know how many people, how many New York Knicks fans are slitting their wrist this week about not getting the number one pick and being able to get Zion Williamson. Dude, Knicks fans are pissed right now, dude. So to, to exa- I'm sorry to cut you off, but to exemplify. You know the Knicks fans being pissed. Just, just go uh, look at uh, St- Stephen A. Smith. Go, 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 put him in the search and go see what his. Oh, and, dude, he it. went off. That's it. <laughs> 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 like a little toddler and his family. He's like, I don't even want to see him. I don't even want to talk to him. <laughs> dude, he has. He was, as we call, mad about it. Dude, that dude was pissed. Yo, yeah, way beyond pissed. Like, dude, he was. So so like, he blames. He blames Dolan. Even though Dolan has nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> James Dolan has nothing to do with the draft lottery. Exactly. He's still big. Dude, Knicks fans, I don't know, man. Chris, new, feel free to jump in. Are just Knicks, Are the Knicks just doomed to just suffer for eternity? Okay, or or yep. is there some light at the end of the tunnel? Because they're probably going to draft R.J. Barrett. Because I think the Grizzlies have announced that they're probably going to look at drafting John Morant. So if they get R.J. Barrett, you know, maybe they still, are they still going to try to pursue Kevin Durant or maybe slash Kyrie or Kemba Walker? Feel free to jump in. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, you know, from from the reports I'm hearing from from ESPN and especially the aforementioned Stephen A. Smith, um, who's pretty well connected in the league, it is a 95% chance that Kevin Durant is going to the Knicks. So that's happening. You can put a buzz on that. It's done. Now, whether they, they attract Kyrie there, Kemba, someone else, I'm really not thinking that's going to be the case. Um, but, you know, it, it, I, I think there's light at the end of the tunnel for this year coming for the Knicks fans. But overall, they're just they're, they're just a doomed franchise forever. <laughs> Look, I'll give Kyrie his props. Like, you know, I'm not taking nothing away from him. But just in general, overall, in terms of his poise and, and you know, he got he got more of a chip on his shoulder because he hasn't done nothing yet. So I, I, I like – I would take um, uh, uh, Kemba over Kyrie. You know, because he's not coming from, you know, a dismantling team and dismantling season, you know, with the Celtics. You know what I mean? I mean, technically, yes, with the Hornets as well. But, I mean, him and uh, uh, um, Durant, I think they're a much better duo. I think they would just work a lot better, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, less Kyrie, egos. Kyrie seems to be kind of a headache, especially how the season ended in Boston. Um, well, let me ask you this. Let's Okay, so kind of go, let's go over to the Pelicans because obviously they got the pick. 
probably going to say they're going to go after Zion. Um, does this change Anthony Davis's mind? Does he think he wants to stay now in New Orleans? Or oh. you think he's still – so you're saying no, I knew. No. I mean, that's a gross man decision. He took – he had his time there. You know, I mean, I think if Griffin coming in, like, now, I think it's too late. If he would have came in earlier to, like, you know, kind of make some moves, fine. I mean, he may stay the season because they, it's up to the team to trade him. So he right. may play, and then he may, you know, he may fuss about it, and he, and this way they may keep him out a few games because he may fuss about it, but mm-hmm. not tell the media just say, okay, he has some, uh, you know, injuries and stuff like that. But you know, I, I mean, he's not gonna accept the contract extension even if they don't trade him, you know, at the end of the year or even mid mid year. So they they they're gonna trade him because they they want to get the best because more to, more likely than not he's he's not staying. So it's mm-hmm. best you get what what you can for him, you know, yeah. even if this year is amazing. So even if Chris, I'll ask you this, even if they do get do draft Zion, do you think Anthony Davis is gone either way? Absolutely. Um, honestly, and don't sleep uh, on this Knicks Pelicans drama we have going on here to see if they uh, if the New York Knicks put together a package to actually get said Anthony Davis over to New York because our sources are telling us that of all of his choices, Anthony Davis actually prefers New York. Over anywhere else, he was. He goes really? New York number one, L.A. number two. Really? But do not be completely blown out of water if that number three pick, a bunch with compensatory picks, some cash, whatever, ends up being as a trade offer for Anthony Davis to get to New York. And then can you imagine that? Anthony Davis, KD. Now we're talking New York. Uh, Chris, well, I was just gonna I, say that you read my mind, man. I was gonna say I haven't heard that before by him uh, to, wanting to go to the Knicks like that. But the fact that uh, you bring that up, I'm like, you know what? I like that. See, to me, I thought it was still the Lakers. And I was thinking, so the Lakers have the number four pick. So I was thinking, you know, do the Lakers trade that number four pick and their young stars, as in Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, for Anthony Davis, bringing him there, and still try to and still try to get somebody like the, like, the likes of Kemba in free agency. So you have Anthony Davis. You have LeBron. You could have, possibly have Kemba Walker. Um, or even maybe, let's say, Clay Thompson, because Clay, Clay's – on a free agent after this year, and he, you know, he wants to be in California. Now, will he probably resign with the Warriors? I think he probably will, but I think the me Lakers. Would, I, th- I think the war, the Lakers, excuse me, will pursue him. Try to try, try to at least pursue him out of Golden State. So I think. But you mentioned Chris about the tra- packaging the Knicks, the Knicks package to the New Orleans. What is more attractive right now for the Pelicans? The number four pick, and you got stars Lonzo, uh, um, in- Ingram, and Kuzma. Or the Knicks trading, you know, maybe possibly the rights to R.J. Barrett and some other picks, some other guys who really aren't as established or future picks that you don't know what's going to happen. I think that Lakers deal would be more attractive for New Orleans. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it's not possible, but. I, I, I think it's uh, on paper is a more attractive proposition. But you yeah. have to remember, Sherman, um, you know, you they trade away their, 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 their best player in their franchise history, if that's what they're going to do. Do you really think they want to keep him in the West where he's going to come back to haunt them year in and year out? So that's why I think New York is going to end up being more of a, a possibility than the Lakers. Because you saw the Lakers put you know everything in the kitchen sink on the table this year to New Orleans, and they just said, no, sorry, we're not doing that. So honestly, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Now, the dream scenario would be, like you said, to have LeBron, AD, and Kemba, in my opinion, all on the Lakers. But that is not going to happen. I'm telling you, he's going to New York. Okay. I mean, I, sure. I, I yeah. So uh, you know another reason why he won't stay? Because um, on lottery night, when they won the first pick, look, as a small market, they can't sell tickets. But guess what? 
They sold 2,000 tickets that night, as soon as they won the first pick. So now, eight, that means that people know AD most likely won't, won't stay and he's leaving. They mm-hmm. bought tickets for Zion. So think about it. So that's not an issue in terms of keeping him for, you know, in terms of, you know, merchandise, in terms of money and, you know, sort of, sort of organization and the, the brand Pelicans can make their money. So right, now right. it's about getting what they can to build around the Zion and they get to go. So they're going to, they're going to sell tickets. If they, uh, if Griffin can put, put together a good trade and a good, um, um, bunch of people around Zion and they'll be fine, man. It's going to be a lot better than last year in terms of ticket selling. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Zion, Zion is, let's face it. Zion is the main attraction He's the one that's going to bring people to the stands. You know, I mean, I, I was just going to say, obviously, so I think it's a clear consensus he's going to be the number one pick. Do you think, but do you think he should be the focal point of a team or do you think they should bring in veterans to kind of mold him and lead him, you know, in the Absolutely. way? Or- Absolutely bring in veterans. You, you must, you know, because in, even LeBron needed veterans. Everybody needs veterans to, you know, show people the ropes. So you definitely need veterans. Yeah, Chris, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, we've never seen a Zion Williams in the league. Um, the closest thing to it in, re- in regards to hype uh, coming into the league was LeBron. And now in the days of social media where Zion actually has over 3 million Instagram followers, there's going to be so much attention on this young guy. Can I think he can handle? Absolutely. Uh, but, but news got he, dead tight. He's got to, he's got to have some, some, you know, some, I will say he's, he's, yeah, veterans. Yeah. He's very mature. You know, I'll say he's, he's good, but he's great with the media. You know, he's, you know, he takes it all in stride. So, I mean, kudos to Zion, you know, for adapting because, you know, let's face it. He's, he's everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Chris. I, I mean, I knew I'll agree with both of you guys. I do should should bring at least some veterans in. So guys, let's move on. Let's get right into some playoff action. Um, I want to recap the semifinals really quick in each in each division. We'll start out west, as we know, the Blazers uh, beat the Nuggets in game in seven games. Um, I, I don't know if you guys watched that game seven. CJ McCollum went off. He had thirty seven points and only Beautiful. and only two free throws and one three pointer. So he was definitely blowing out. His mid his mid range jumper was working, uh, you know. But I will say, you know, I like that. I like Nick knows that Nikola Jokic. Jokic. Uh, yeah, Jokic. Joker. Joker. Yeah, he is a rising star player oh, in this absolutely. league. Absolutely, dude. I think the Nuggets will be back there. I don't think they're quite, you know, on that level to you know go and make a deep run. But I think Jokic, you know, he's such a great. He's even though he's a big man. He can lead. He can lead the way. He can lead the team down the court. He's he's almost like that point center, if you will. You know. He's pretty much so, a Draymond Green. Yeah, almost like a Draymond Green. A, 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 a more talent, but way more talented offensively. And oh, he gets yes. three. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, Chris. Hundred percent, Chris. He's way yeah. more offensively talented than Draymond Green is. Absolutely. Jokic is actually right now. Well, uh, until they got knocked out, he is third in this year's playoffs in assists. He's leading, and he was leading the playoffs in rebounding. He's up to averaging seven assists a game throughout the entire regular season, and he's actually <laughs> starting to rival some of the league's all-time great passers. And I'm talking Will Chamberlain, Hakeem the Dream, Paul Gasol, Vadi Divac. I mean, and this gentleman. I mean, he's only he's still young. Yeah, yeah, he's in his twenties. I mean. Yo, know, this kid is—he's gonna be good, man. I, I like—I like the way he plays. He facilitates very well, you know, leading the assists. You know, he's definitely a big man who can do it all. So good for him. I mean, like I said, kudos to the Blazers for getting past them. But um, yeah, McCullen—they needed that. You no, know, they had that two-headed monster and Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. It's always wondering who's gonna go off. Is it gonna be Dame? Is it gonna be CJ? In that game, it was CJ. You know, even the coach after the game, it's—it's it's a pleasure to ha- be able to have two different guys on your team that can do that, you know, when you're, you can depend on one of them each time. So that's great. 
Moving on, the Warriors, and knew you touched on it before, the Warriors beat the Rockets in six games. And even without KD playing in that game six, do that strain calf, quote-unquote strain calf, if it's not the Achilles. Um, did the Rockets just blow their chance or what, dude? Because without KD, I thought the Rockets would win that game six in Houston for sure. I would have put money on that. They would have won that game, gone back to game seven. I mean, I think the Warriors would have still won in seven in Oakland. But, dude, how do you not win on your home and then they don't have KD? And think about it. Steph Curry had zero points in the first half. Mm -hmm. And then went up to 33. You you have to take advantage of that. I mean, Clay was consistent. Dude, I mean, I, I don't know. I knew. I'll touch Sorry, you. Sorry, my guy. Yeah. So I'll answer this question by actually starting off with asking both of you a question. And, Sherm, you usually ask the questions. So the question is, have you did you did you guys know and did you guys hear what uh, what Chris Paul did to Curry before the game started? Yeah. No, I didn't yeah. hear. I didn't hear. Heard about right. that. So Chris knows. So Sam, let me put you on. So what he so Steph Curry scheduled a one hour practice before the game. Mm. Chris Paul happened to hear about it, and what it, then he did was he got to the uh, gym before that scheduled time, and now he's playing, he's practicing, and then when Curry time came, he got him he got him kicked out. And then I, I don't know who it was who asked, oh, do you want to share the gym? You know, because he, he's yeah. on one side of the court. He could be on the other side. And he said no. So then wow. when he won, when he's going, when now when Curry and then one the Warriors won, they go into the back, back to the locker room. Curry goes to Green, kick me off again, kick me off the court again, boy. And he's referring back to Chris Paul. Wow, I did oh. not hear that. Wow, so that's this is karma. What I'm saying. CP3, this that's is, karma. This is, this is stupid on Chris, Chris Paul's apart why are you going to give fuel to a younger more talented person than you the team that wow. you're trying to be you should have been like yeah come through like you know what I'm saying don't give him that fuel see his game see how he's getting ready to play the game that's where you know how to guard him yeah you put yourself in the, you put yourself in the blind hole, wow you know? i didn't i didn't i did not know that that's a pretty interesting sort of i mean that's karma for chris ball dude i mean he that's did play well in that game he had 27 11 and 6 I mean, you think, you know, but the, he but was kind of like became quiet like the last few minutes again. Yes, they had, and, they played well. Right. Again, yeah. Harden, Harden, Harden had 35 and eight. But then again, I think some people were criticizing Harden again in that yep. clutch moment. Where was he at? You know, um, I mean, Chris, do you think Houston will ever get past Golden State? Or I, I just don't know what to think about them right now. Is it is it DeAntoni's fault? Is it the is it Harden or Chris Paul's fault? What's going on with Houston? Can they ever make this push? No, no, Sherm. I don't think they will ever get past it. Like you said, this what this was their chance. Um, this was their chance. This is their window. No KD. I mean, this is the same team that brought every analytic stat possible to try to complain about last year and the referees and you cost us this many points and blah 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 blah. blah. If we would have had Chris Paul, we would have won. I don't want to hear that. I don't hear that. Show up or show out. That's what I have yep. to say. And that's what, and, 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 and it's just ridiculous. I'm disgusted by I'm disgusted by the Rockets. Dude, yeah. Houston should have won that game for sure. Without Kevin Durant, yep. there was no excuse. You were at home. There was no excuse for not, not to win that game. I don't know if it's do – do they need another superstar? Do they need to bring in – like somebody like Anthony Davis or whatever, just to do this. I mean, load up like like everybody else is doing. Can they can they win with just Harden and CP3 as they know leading leading guys and with with the, with the help of, of Capella and you know those guys? I mean, do they need somebody else? 
They have enough. They have enough. I mean, they're, they're, again, they're you know, in the same spot they were last year. They just didn't show system. up when the moment mattered. Yeah. No, but it, 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 a few of the points. It, it's the system, you know, in terms of, like, you know, it's it's basically like, you know, it's not a team system. It's a, it's, it's, it's a one-person system, meaning it's either Paul or, or, or Harden. And it's using mm-hmm. Harden with the, Dude, you know, they, someone's dribbling. They if run they, so they, many they, ISO plays, it's crazy. If they, they played the way the Warriors did, Warriors would have no chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't say no chance, but like a much less of a chance. You know what I mean? They yeah. would definitely get passed by them. But yeah, yeah man. It, I mean, but yeah, I mean, but think about, but dude, when Clay and Curry are going off, like I said, Curry was doing. No, he had zero in the first half. Then he went for thirty-three in the second. I mean, when the Splash Brothers are on, I mean, I don't know if they can really, truly, truly be stopped completely when they're on like that. I, I don't know. You know, I, it's it's one of those things. It's like, dude, they're just that good shooters. What can you really do about it? But you know what another reason why I think they won, Warriors? Because the game plan was to, you know, to in terms of defense, was mm-hmm. in, including Kevin, uh, you know, Kevin Durant. Now he comes off, the game plan is thrown off, and, and it's like, oh, they get confused. They, they, get, they get frozen. They're like, I don't know. We don't know what to do. Okay, so now you got the next game without Kevin Durant from start mm-hmm. to finish. Mm-hmm. But this was the first game all year the bench actually came out and made it seem like there's somebody, there's something, right? Mm-hmm. Because... Up till then, they were like, oh, they have no bench. If the bench played like they normally would have, yeah, they would have lost that game. And most likely, a, a good chance they lost the series. But the bench, since that game, now and even going on to the next series, which will affect Steve, the next Steve two. Kerr has been going to his bench, deeper in his bench, I will say, yes. And he was like, I should have won before. But he somehow got them to wake up. And I think that's another reason why they'll, ble- they'll, ble- they'll breeze through Portland. I know we're about to get into that. But... Mm-hmm. I think I think and I think that's why they'll be okay even without Kevin Durant, um, mm-hmm. going if they make it to the finals, which I think they will. You know, Got because you. the bench has has woken up. Got you. Got you. Let's go real quick to the Eastern semifinals. Um, the Bucks beat the Celtics four to one. Dude, I mean, I had Celtics winning that all the way. I just can't believe they they won. They lost in five games. If they were going to lose five games, I mean, they won that first one and then lost four in a row. Is it? I mean, Chris, was this more about the Bucks winning or the Celtics just losing and playing bad ball? I mean, what is going on? To real quick, to me, the Celtics had the most talented lineup in the Eastern Conference this year and in the playoff. Like, I, I don't, I don't even know what to say about this, dude. No, honestly, I, I, I think it was just a, a great job of coaching. Um, and which is crazy to me because I think Brad Stevens is one of the best coaches we have in the NBA, but he just got out coached, completely out coached mm-hmm. this season. And that's all it came down to, X's and O's. I mean, and and obviously Giannis being the Greek freak, we all know what he is. He's a bad man. I mean, no, he was just out-coached. Dude, I I, I, was going to say, on top top of the X's and O's, honestly, look, you had one team where the chemistry is like the Warriors, where they're like this, like this, right? Like, they were all one. It wasn't five players. They were like one player, right? And on the other side with Celtics, they were all over the place. They were scattered. They, you know, they wanted to be away from each other. They, you know, they, they, they wanted to play one against five. You know what I mean? So it's like mm-hmm. that, that chemistry wasn't there. Well, let me but ask I, you this. Now that now that they just kind of collapsed, do you think Boston relo- kind of resets, reloads this whole team, kind of blows it all up? Do they maybe trade for Anthony Davis and give up their young core? Does Kyrie really actually want to still be in Boston? I don't know if you guys saw it. Terry, Terry Rozier was on. I was going to bring that up. Some- yeah, he was he was doing some interviews the other day. He said that basically it was turmoil when Kyrie came back. You know, his place playing time went down, and he said pretty much 
without saying it out loud outright, if Kyrie stays deuces, I'm out. I'm out. He 5,000. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Do they blow this whole thing up and just revamp it? Go after AD or just kind of let people go. I don't. I don't know. I'll go to a new. I'll go to you first this time. What do you think the Celtics really do here with this current situation they have? I think people who can not- leave, who, who, if they have options, they'll. I think they'll check their options, right? For the for the most part, Kyrie most likely will be gone because you can see he didn't even want to own up to in terms of his leadership. He should have owned up. Yeah, it wasn't totally his fault because he's not the only one who's having chemistry issues. Everyone, everyone's gelling, but he isn't gelling with none of them. No, no one's gelling with nobody, at least in this series. That, 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 just, that you know, it was a total meltdown, right? Rosier, as he said, I sacrificed my talent. I think he, he goes, even if, you know, he leaves, you know, someone else might get his spot or, you know, it's still a lot of talent. So it's mm. like, you want to go, you want to, you want to get away from, you know, not too much of that talent. So I think he, he he's probably going to check his options and most likely leave. Cause you know, it's like when he has those feelings, when you have what you have, you know, about that, about the season and about the team now, it's hard to get rid of that. You know what I mean? So I think whoever can would definitely check their options for sure. Right. Chris, what about you? Do you think they kind of just do a complete reset and, and then do over, so to speak? I think the Anthony Davis situation is intriguing. Um, I think if they put a package together, which would include probably Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and probably a draft pick and some money. Um, a couple other, you know, ancillary parts here and there. That's intriguing. Even Rosier. Well, Rosier's an unrestricted free agent, though. So um, I don't think it could trade him. That wouldn't be a very um, and a very highly coveted asset for yeah, the Pelicans. Dude, Tatum but, and Brown, that's that's a nice package right there. That's yes. what I'm so you do that, and then you bring Anthony Davis well, over. Money. Now you got it. Now you're talking. You know, let Gordon Hayward finally have. He had. He wasn't even really back this year. Hayward, I, I think it was unfair to him because he had a horrific injury, as we all remember. So he didn't even get the whole year. I mean, he understand he played the whole year, but he really wasn't back. So I think when he comes back, he's going to be more of the Hayward we remember in Utah. Yes. Now we're talking. Now we're talking something very interesting. But Okay, but let me ask you this. Does Kyrie have to stay for that really to work? Because then you could have Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, Anthony Davis – and Al Horford, you know, does does Kyrie have to stay, if, or does does Kyrie want to stay if they get AD? Chris? If they get AD, he's staying. If they get AD, he's staying. I mean, because um, you have to remember all of his, um, all the turmoil and all the drama was with all the young guys. He he was he, they they weren't responding to him the way he thought they should. So right. if you got rid of all those young guys, I, I will say. Well, well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'll no, I was gonna say Kyrie's pretty much. In the, in the interior game, besides the three, Harden got to beat. But what I want to say is Kyrie is pretty much a better Harden. You know what I mean? In terms of finisher-wise and, and wanting the last shot and keep going for the last shot. Not, he won't shy away. So it's like same thing. He's like a one-man, you know, dribble, 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 dribble. You know what I mean? He's not, he's not so much of a team player. He's gotten better, but he's not there yet. Dude, in that, yeah, in that game five, dude, I, I, didn't, I, don't, I think I can count the number of times he passed the ball. Dude, he was – he was doing his own thing in that game five quite a bit. There wasn't really much ball rotation by by Kyrie in that game five against the Bucks. So I will I will co-sign that. But I did hear a rumor from somewhere that Kyrie may look to go to the Lakers to rejoin LeBron. Not saying it's definitely gonna happen. It's a, I heard that it could be very possible that he could go to the Lakers to join with LeBron again. Chris, do you like the possibility of that happening? That's honestly, I think that's the perfect place for Kyrie, in my personal opinion. That's where he needs to be. He never should have left. Um, it, you know, they broke up a good thing. Who knows? You know, they maybe they could have competed for another title this year against the Warriors. Um, I think that's perfect because here's the thing: 
we all know that Kyrie emulates Kobe Bryant. He thinks he is Kobe Bryant, the way he talks, the way he holds himself. So you have Kobe Bryant influence mm-hmm. bringing him over. LeBron, him, they can win one, maybe two titles in the next four years with what's ever happened with the Warriors and them disbanding. And then guess what? Keys to the castle, my friend. LeBron's going to retire in four or five years. Kyrie, you'll still be 30 years old. I mean, I think that's a perfect fit. Yeah, I, I would like it. If they, it, That would be nice if you went to L.A. But, guys, I have bad news for you guys. What's that? So, Stephen A. Smith was on uh, you know, on air on first take, and that they were talking about that, right? And right then and there, while they were talking about that, from his family, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie's family, texted Stephen A. Smith, hell no, he's not going to make that. <laughs> hell no. Wow. No way. Wow. So, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty funny. But, uh, Eddie, let's move on to uh, the other uh, Eastern semis. Raptors won that game. In, oh, oh, Raptors won game seven over Philadelphia in dramatic fashion. Kawhi Leonard with the with the buzzer beater, falling out of bounds, bouncing on the rim four times and dropping in. Toronto went nuts. Jurassic Park, the outside of the state out of the arena, went crazy. I mean, that was that shot, dude. And that was the first ever game winner in a game seven in playoff history. First of all, in a game seven. But dude, dude, and that was unbelievable. Was so we had another classic shot of Dame Lillard in the first round over the Thunder in that game five, that 37 footer or whatever it was. Who shot it? Whose game winner is better? Kawhi or Dame Lillard? Chris. Well, without a doubt, it's Kawhi Leonard's because it um, it catapulted Toronto into their only second-ever Eastern Conference Finals. So that's why I put that over. And even though Damian Lillard shot, you know, <laughs> he's a bad man, but Kawhi is definitely better. Yeah, I, I, yeah, a new Dame or Kawhi, whose shot was better? Ka- Kawhi, but with, with Dame, I'll give him this. It was a little prettier because of the hand wave, but besides that, in terms of the shot, it could, once again, it, it's, it's not like it's – Far off, it's kind of like toe to toe, but it was gonna get the edge for sure. By 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 far, is definitely Kawhi. Yeah, I mean, I'll, agree. Was, I'll, I'll agree. I'll agree. Was Kawhi's falling out of bounds, yeah. corner of corner of the court, bouncing on the rim four times, then dropping in yeah. more. Well, was one better, bounce, two bounce, three bounces, one thing. Four bounces, that's another. <laughs> that, was, that was that was that was crazy. But let me ask you this: How far do you really think Toronto can go with just? Kawhi and Kyle Lowry leading the way. Do they need another piece in the, on that team to really lead them to the promised land? Chris, I'll ask you first. No, I mean, uh, Kyle Lowry, you know, is it, the same thing, you know, um, when DeMar DeRozan was there. You know, they, they for whatever reason, there's a certain gene, a certain thing in you that, that you know, makes the Kawhi Leonard's or the LeBron James, the Kobe Bryant's of the world, that that just that gene to get it done at the last minute. And they don't show up. You know, he doesn't have it. James Harden doesn't have it. I mean, there's there's a lot of guys that are superstars or stars in this league. They just don't have that it factor. And Kyle Lowry's one of them. So Kawhi can't do it himself. Uh, yeah, I 100% agree. Anu, do they think do they need another piece really to get by? They do. But, I mean, the fact that he had 30. So in a way, he technically showed up, but they lost, you know, and it had a like 12, 13 point lead, from what I understand, and you know they just let it get, let, let it, let it go. You know, once again, I think that was better coaching, you know, from the Buck side, right, right there. That, that, that you know, that he just got out coached, Nick Nurse. He just got out coached at the end, right? 
Bonner Hoser, he has um uh, more experience. More experience. Yeah. And I think um they would need another piece, but if 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 he can bring thirty every game, Lowry can bring thirty every game. It's, they 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 possibly possibly can get to the finals. I don't think they'll win it though for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you this: G- going with going to talk about Philly for one second. What happened? Are we still trusting the process, guys, or is really the process just a thing of the past almost now? I mean, is it really working, or how much longer can we trust it if we trust it at all? A new, I mean, what weigh in on Philly for me from one second? What I mean, what do they really do from here? All right, how are we gonna trust the process when the people who are in the process don't care about the process anymore? Such as Embiid, he said, "Fuck the process." Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just that's quote unquote what he said. I, I think he said, or he said, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm out of, you know, exaggerated. But he doesn't care about the process. So you know what? The process is done with. No. You know, we, we, we as fans got to stop, you know, caring and thinking about that. Now it's time to get busy. It's been a few years, you know, and um, I mean, it just depends about who they keep and you know, in terms of how they how they're gonna go about this, in terms of how they're gonna build this or keep this and keep building around it, or if people are gonna leave, get traded. Or whatnot, and then it just honestly, we're gonna have to see what happens. Yeah, Chris. I mean, what's going on? I mean, do do the, do you think the Sixers should build around Ben or Embiid really moving forward? Because you know Simmons can't shoot, Embiid always injured. What what what, what does Philly do from here? Honestly, I think it's interesting. I was listening to Will Kane on his show the other day, and he brought a very interesting um, hypothetical. Trade Ben Simmons for LeBron James. Trade Ben Simmons for LeBron James. No, hear me out. Daniel. Hear me out. Now, obviously, there's no way LA would do that, though. No, no. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying you would so, just straight up trade one on one. Obviously, LeBron does do that. But you get LeBron James in Philly with Jimmy Butler. You know, I, I mean, we're talking something special. I'll tell you right now, one way or another, market right now. May 16th, 2019. This year, one way or another, Jimmy Butler and LeBron James are going to be playing together. At some at some point, you think? I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But but, nice. but 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 remember, but uh, oh, and, and, and real quick, I knew. Remember, Butler's a free agent as well too this year. Exactly. Yeah. Does so he stay? Does he stay? I knew. Does he stay in Philly? I thought they had a the chemistry going, but at the very the very last play. They're playing. They're all playing hot, like hopscotch with the with the ball. And I'm like, wait, Jimmy Butler is the the finisher. I think they were trying to play the system. And I think one of them forgot to say, oh, I'm the man. I'm, I'm gonna do this. Even though Philly didn't, you know, say who's the man. The media has made Butler the man, like in terms of finisher and, and the go-to guy and the one who's gonna carry them over the hump. Yeah. And he did yes. it. And they were they were trying to play the system in the last like 10 seconds when they needed a basket. And they were just trying to like pass it on to you know try to play like you know pass you know pass first, like, you know, trying to find the best shot, like a Warriors type of thing, and, you know, trying to play teammate ball. Like, no, right now you need a bucket. Let's go. You know what I mean? And they failed to do that. So I think that right there was a big letdown. And I'm going to say I don't think he stayed. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if he stays or not. Um, it's interesting, Chris, as you said, that, you know, LeBron, he's a free agent, so he could go maybe if he goes to L.A., you know? That, and I don't, I don't think many people were talking about that. He can go yeah, to – go for Walker? Dude. Butler dude, and Kemba? Dude, Butler and Kemba, that'd be nice. That would be very nice. Yes. And because he, you know, LeBron likes, you know, someone straight up. And Jimmy's like, yo, straight up, let's go. Like, effort. And mm-hmm. he, you know, uh, uh, LeBron hasn't had someone like, like, pure effort. 
right? And, and, and that's what Butler's all about. Like, please, work hard. He's like, mm -hmm. he just wants everybody to work hard like him. Yeah. He's not talented. I mean, he's wants people to you work could hard. Have, you could have Timba in your starting line, Butler, LeBron, and Kyle Kuzma all in your starting lineup, or Brandon Ingram in your starting lineup. Dude, that's that's a that's a nice package right there to complete out west. That's a real, real Even nice AD. package. They got the money. Even AD, if they do the trade. Well, I don't think they can afford LeBron, AD, Kemba, and Jimmy Butler. There's no – they can't afford to pay all four of them, dude. No. They can't, yeah. they three, can't. Of the four, three of the four are max contracts. That wouldn't work. Yeah, it would yeah. be too much money. It would be way too much money. I'm sorry, but everyone was on a one-year contract. So there's a lot There's a lot of people clearing up. So technically, it's not like people are locked in. So it's not like – there's a lot of options. It's not like – they're, they're like, they're but, like other, but, other teams. But AD's going to want a max. Kemba's going to want a max. You know what I mean? You know, so I just don't think they're going to be able to afford them two and LeBron salary and with Jimmy Butler. Because, you know, he's going to want a max, too. I don't but think they're they going to do one and one or two and one instead of, like, you know, really long-term max. You know what I'm saying? And still work it that way. And, you know, one or two, one or two other guys are going to do, okay, let's do the two for Somebody, the one-year option. Well, I can you know tell you, I mean? some, somebody's going to have to take a pay cut. Somebody, somebody's going to have to take a pay cut. So I mean, he'll somebody, take it. He's already he's already taking it. He'll take it. Because I'm telling I, you right I, now, that that check gonna bounce. So I'm saying something they don't. That check gonna bounce. They don't take a pay cut. I'll tell you that shit right now. Excuse me, excuse my language. But uh, anyway, moving on. Let's get into the let's get into the uh, conference finals really quick before we have to go. We'll start out west. Game one, of course, was won by Golden State the other night. Uh, as we know, uh, they came out with that victory, I believe, one sixteen uh, tonight to uh, right. 90, 94. Dude, um, I'll say about this. In the first half, Portland had way too many early turnovers. 14. They had, they had 14 turnovers in the first half. Then they had 14 field goals, you know? Um, they also 14 missed shots. They were 3 or 14 from 3, 14 missed shots in the paint. They can't they can't win like that, dude. There's no way you can get past Golden State you know, with that many turnovers early on. And they weren't doing a very good job defending the pick and roll. As we all know, you know, Steph and Clay. They come off those. They come off those screens and do those hit those wide, those jumpers, those threes. That's something you have to be able to. You have to be able to come off that screen well and, and quickly to get in their face. And if you can't do that. You're not gonna stop them, dude. Uh, I, I don't know how what you guys thought about that game or not, but I mean, Lillard had 19, McCollum had 17. Okay, games, but you know, Curry 36, Clay 30, 26, Green 12 and 10. You know, and again. No KD in game one. But I will say the Warriors went to their bench early and often again. And so that really helped out. Um, Chris, what are your what were your thoughts, I guess, on game one? You know, I know I know games two is tonight, probably getting ready to tip tip off in a little bit here. Yep. But uh your your thoughts on game one, Portland and uh Golden State. That was Golden State Warriors basketball prior KD. That was 73 win Golden State. Playing, you know, seven, eight, nine mm -hmm. strong off the bench, getting productive yeah. minutes from your role players. That was the Warriors basketball that proves right there, with or without KD, they're going to win this whole thing. Yeah. Wow. That's a, okay. Okay. A new. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Look, I, I was surprised. Like, I saw Kevon Looney play, like, throughout the year, and I'm like, oh, this guy moves slow and all that. All of a sudden, in game five, right, from, from the previous series, you know, when he stepped up, you know, when he came and did what P.J. Tucker was doing for the Rockets, he, all of a sudden, I see him dribbling. And I see him doing moves. And I see him moving, I see him moving fast. And since then, he has stopped. And he became, he became their P.J. Tucker. Like, he, he stepped up, and then all the rest of the bench stepped up. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm, like, in love with Kevon Looney. And because, like I said, now the bench is, you know, risen, 
I'm, I'm on Chris. They, they, yeah, they can he, win it all, even without Durant. Played 24 minutes off the bench. Only had six points, but still, you know, still. he still played good ball. He's still good chemistry with them. Um, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. The, the key to, I guess, the key to a victory, I guess, for Portland is just Dame, Dame and CJ. They have, they have to have it. They have to have each have at least 25 points every single game for them to have a chance. I say they 30. I was I was gonna say 30, but I was trying to be generous. He's like, all right, maybe 25. But yeah, you're probably right. They probably have to average at least 30 points a piece between the two, of, you know, each of them to get by. They're, Chris, their only their only chance to win to win this series on the defensive end. They need to they need to run they need to run a box plus one, Sherm. <laughs> they need to run a, the zone defense and just fall <laughs> out above that line because it ain't happening. One on one, they're gonna just gonna get shredded. And I'm joking, obviously. We know that's a high school basketball defensive uh, style, but uh, there's nothing they can do one on one. Dude, I, yeah. Do, you know is there? Is sorry? Is there anything or new that the, the thing that the Portland Trailblazers can actually do to legitimately win this series at all? They have to play on point for four games. They have to be like excellent. Mm-hmm. They can't be. They can't be. You know, um, just par. They can't be mediocre. Yeah. They have to be excellent. That's the only way. Yeah. I, I, uh, so I think I think it's I think it's unanimous here. I think we're all gonna we're all picking Golden State to win it. I'm gonna say Golden State in five. I think Portland may get one game back in Portland. Yeah. So I'll say Golden State in five. A new. What are your how, how many games do you think Golden State takes this? I'll give I'll I'll I'll, I'll say five. But I mean, with the way they lost and with the way they played and the way uh, Warriors won, it's like they it wasn't just a win. It was a it was a blowout win and it was demoralizing blowout win. It, it could be a blowout win and not be demoralizing. It, it was a demoralizing blowout win and it just it seems like they took the air out of the, the whole team of Portland's and I, yo they could sweep them. They could, but like I said, you know Dame knows he was they both Dame and CJ were embarrassed the last two years getting swept in the you know for the previous rounds like the first right, round. Right, 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 so right. Yeah, they no, may not let right. that happen. They may play one real good, excellent game, so I'll give them one game. So five. Chris, how many games do you think for Golden State to take it? Well, it just came across the wire. ESPN reporting that uh, Kevin Durant is out for at least the next three games, if not more. Um, yeah. With that said, um, uh, again, don't have the, the the capabilities to beat the Warriors, but honestly, I, I think they're actually going to win it in six. Six. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I think though, I think Poland will get one at home. Um, but I think I think they win it in five. But I, I like it. Um, and real, let's go on to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, Milwaukee won that first game last night uh, over the Raptors, uh, one hundred eight to one hundred. Dude, Raptors had it. The Raptors should have won this game. Um, they were leading into the go. They were leading in, going into the fourth quarter. Um, but I will I will say, dude, Toronto. They had what 24 points in the third quarter. 21 of them were done by Kawhi and Lowry. I think Siakam had a three-pointer right at the buzzer. Otherwise, it would have been all all of just Kawhi and Kyle Lowry. But then in this in the second and the fourth quarter, Kyle Lowry is the only one that scored a field goal. Kawhi didn't even hit a single field goal in the in the, in the fourth quarter. Excuse me, in that fourth quarter, dude, Lowry had 14 of the 17 points for the for the Raptors. That's not gonna get it done. And think about it. And the fourth quarter. Giannis only had one bucket, and you still don't get the victory. Giannis had one bucket late in the fourth quarter, driving in the lane, and they couldn't come away with that victory. That was their chance to win that game, 
I mean, they had it there. I mean, Kawhi, I mean, excuse me, Kyle Lowry, he had a heck of a game. I'll admit, he, uh-huh. he, said he, earlier, he dropped 30 points, eight boards. He was seven of nine from, from three. Meanwhile, uh-huh. you know, the Bucks, they all hit 11 threes as a team. Kyle, Kyle hit seven himself. What uh, I I don't know, man. If the if if the Raptors couldn't win that one, can they win any? If if at all, Chris. I mean, absolutely, because you know you 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 have you have Kawhi Leonard. You have you have the the cyborg from the future. I mean, he <laughs> he alone is going to get you two games in this series minimum. But yes. honestly, I think the key to the series uh, from Milwaukee um, is they just got to keep feeding that beast. And by that beast, I mean Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez. on fire. Where's this guy been, you know, entire career? I mean, where's this guy been? Uh, if he plays that way, I- I'm sorry, Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard. You can each drop 30, 35 Dude. a game. Dude, so- he dropped 20 and- 29 and 11 last night. And he was putting up threes. He's throwing up he-, he looked like a big year. Steph Curry. Dude. Oh, yeah. Ball in, like, dude, Brooke Lopez balled out. He got a nice out, shot. Dude. He got a nice form. He got a nice let go. He got it. Yeah, for a, for a big man, he was looking, dude, he looked, put up threes. He was looking good. I mean, Middleton had 11 and 11. Giannis, of course, went off 24 and 14. You know, Miracic's had 13. Uh, even Brogdon off the bench, uh, he had 15. He's playing well, too. Um, You know what's crazy, dude? I, I Like I said, I had Celtics last round over Milwaukee. Going to this series, I had Toronto all the way in this series. After last night's game, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I, I my, my pick, my money would still be on Toronto. However, I would not be surprised if Toronto, if Milwaukee wins this in six six games. Yeah. I think, I think Chris, you said it right. Toronto can still can definitely get at least two because of Kawhi. But I would not be surprised if Milwaukee wins this in six games, even though my money would be on Toronto. Anu, your thoughts and what's your your key to victories and your point really really from Milwaukee or Toronto here and your and your pick. It's gonna be Kawhi Leonard and Kalari has to help him out. And actually, the, the deciding factor if Toronto wants to win, yeah, you need Lowry, but more so you need Siakam. You need Siakam like like a Bucks need Brook Lopez. If Brook Lopez does is you know goes quiet and you're only waiting on the beast. Then it's like almost like you're going. It's it's evenly matched. It's gonna be. It's gonna come down to like you know the last basket, which it kind of did anyway, right? But they, you know, they, they need. Uh, look, I, I think I personally, uh, you know, would like to see the Toronto Raptors in the finals. You know, one for one Kawhi, I'm a Kawhi fan, and then Raptors. I think they owe the chance, and not owe the final. They not owe the finals or owe the, owe the championship. But I think they owe the chance that what kept happening to them in the first round. And I think this is their chance. Just like it was um uh, the Rockets' chance. Right, it was a Rockets' chance that yeah, uh, right. they, they lost it. Same thing with Raptors. Is now or never. Now yeah. or never. Yeah. Uh, at the uh, moment, uh, it looks like Bucks in six. He's going Bucks in six. Yeah, and I, I'll yeah. say to your point, right? Lowry needs to step up because what? I think in the last series versus um, what's called the Sixers, I think he was only averaging about a little over thirteen points a game. He dropped thirty last night, so it's definitely a chance to step up. Chris, yeah. your thoughts? Your final pick? Who's winning? Toronto, Milwaukee this series in how many games? Huh. And what world are we living in that we have to say if Brooke Lopez goes cold? My God. <laughs> Who would ever thought that if Brooke Lopez goes cold? My God. Oh, but, um, but, but I think there's just too much depth. Too much depth um, on, on Milwaukee. They've been the best team, and that's including yes. the, Raptor, the Raptors. 
you know, or even out west with Golden State and Houston. They've been the best team all year. That's going to propel them. They have the fresher legs. They're only in a five-game series versus Toronto's, you know, seven games with yeah. Philly. Uh, right. I, think they, I think they won it in six. Milwaukee in six. Milwaukee in six. You've got Milwaukee in six. Anu, I think mm-hmm. you said. I would say Toronto's going to win. they got to win it in seven. But Milwaukee, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee wins it in six. So, guys, uh, that's going to do it this week for the uh, episode of What's From West Water Entertainment. I appreciate you guys joining once again. Anu, any final words from you? Anything, any last thoughts and anything here? Hey, man, go Warriors. <laughs> I, like, I like to see it. I like, you know what? One, I am a fan of that. I'm a fan of many teams, by the way. But more so, I like the three team. I like to see them, you know, be part of history. It's like, why just fall short? Why not just, you know, okay, just get there. And then if you guys want to scatter, be out, that's cool. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I like history. I like, you cool. know. Cool word. Okay. All right. Chris, any last thoughts? Any last um, words for the people here? All hail the mother of dragons. Daenerys, hit me up. Arya Stark all day, son. MVP. Arya Stark is the real MVP. Put it on <laughs> it right now. I'll tell you guys. Guys, thanks you guys once again for joining America. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. Hit me up, you guys, whenever you need to come back on the show. I appreciate you guys being here. Catch you guys next time, all right? See you guys. All right, man. Be good, man. Take care.